When I have the opportunity to preach on Sunday morning, like today, we will look at the seven very special events that took place every year in the nation of Israel. Seven special events that are still observed by Jewish people today. We will study the seven appointed feasts of the Lord. We will do this from the Old Testament for the seven feasts teach us of our Lord Jesus Christ and they also instruct us concerning our Christian lives. Yes, the Old Testament is about Jesus Christ and the Old Testament is about living to the honor of Jesus Christ. There is much that we can learn as Christians from the Old Testament and particularly now from these seven Old Testament appointed feasts of the Lord. Today, we are going to finish up our time with the Passover feast. You may remember the Passover is the first feast on the calendar of God's appointed feasts. This morning, we will look at the very first Passover meal that was eaten by the children of Israel in Egypt. Here are the three areas we will cover in our study. Number one, how did the Israelites eat the first Passover meal? How? Two, what did the Israelites eat in the first Passover meal? What? Three, why did they eat the Passover meal? How, what, and why? Before we get into the body of our message, let me read some of the verses of Exodus chapter 12. I'll read the first 11 verses of Exodus chapter 12, and I'll be reading from the early version of the New International Version. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, this month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the 10th day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood 
and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night, they are to eat the meat, roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or cooked in water, but roast it over the fire, head, legs, and inner parts. Do not leave any of it till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us Exodus chapter 12. We pray that you will be with us now and by your kindness enable us to not only understand and appreciate your word, but be impacted, be changed by your word. May this time, Heavenly Father, bring much honor to you and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Point one, how did the Israelites eat the first Passover meal? Notice with me from our text, verse 11 of Exodus 12. This is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. The children of Israel ate the Passover meal ready to leave Egypt at any minute, ready to be called out of Egypt right then. The children of Israel ate the Passover as pilgrims. Egypt was not their home. Egypt was a place of bondage, and Egypt was a place that was under the sentence of judgment. Israel was destined for the promised land. That was their real home. Israel ate the Passover meal as pilgrims who were ready to be called out of Egypt to their land of promise at any moment. All of us, no doubt, have had parents or have parents who tell us not to gulp down our food. We are told to eat our food leisurely. Do not be in a hurry. But that was not the case with the children of Israel and the first Passover feast. They were to eat the meal with speed because they were to be ready to move out of Egypt to their real home. Lesson. Lesson for us, for our Christian lives. You and I as Christians must live our lives ready to be called to our real home 
at any time. The world where we are now, as it is now, is not our eternal dwelling. This is not our forever habitation. We should look forward to a better country. We have a city prepared by God for us. You and I are to live ready for and look forward to our real home. Turn, please, to Hebrews chapter 11 and see with me the words of verses 13b through 16. Hebrews 11, verses 13b through 16. About the people of faith, we read, they admit it, that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. A country of their own, a better country, a heavenly one, a city prepared by God, that is our real home. And we are to live our lives ready to be called there by God right now. Dr. Archie Parrish tells the story of a Christian man who was in a park sitting on a bench. And while he was on the bench, another man came along, sat down next to him, and pulled out a gun. He told the first man to give him his money. The Christian man replied, Oh, you can't hurt me with that gun. You see, I'm a Christian. Heaven is my home. If you pull the trigger, I'll just wind up going home to heaven. And then the Christian man put his arm around the would-be robber and started to share the good news of Jesus Christ with him. And the would-be robber with the gun cried out, Let go of me. Let go of me. We are to live our lives ready to be called home by God right now. Question, are you so living? Are you living ready for and looking forward to your heavenly home? Are you eating with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand in haste? You are living for the Lord each day. You are following his will each day. 
You are seeking to honor him each day. Your spiritual house is in order. You are ready to go home. Are you helping the rest of us be ready to go home? Are you helping your family members be ready to go home? In September of 1733, Jonathan Edwards preached a sermon titled, The Christian Pilgrim, or The True Christian's Life, A Journey Toward Heaven. In response to our first point, our first area of this morning, may we be Christian pilgrims traveling toward, ready for, and looking forward to heaven. Area number two, what did the Israelites eat in the first Passover meal? Three things are mentioned in our text. See with me now verse eight. That same night, they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. A, the Israelites ate the Passover lamb roasted over fire. On the 10th day of their new first month, each man of Israel was to take a lamb for his family. A year old male lamb or goat without defect. And on the 14th day, all the people of the community of Israel were to slaughter their lambs. They were to slay them and then take some of the blood of the lambs and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of their houses. And then, that night, they were to eat the meat of the Passover lamb roasted over the fire. Lesson? Yes. Spiritual truth in that for us, for our pilgrim lives? Yes. Absolutely. The Passover lamb, as we saw a few weeks ago, ultimately pointed to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ultimately was about the Lord Jesus. As the Apostle Paul put it in 1 Corinthians 5-7, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. The Israelites eating the Passover lamb reminds us that we Christians are to constantly feed on the Lord Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin and saves us. And feeding on the Lord Jesus Christ nourishes us spiritually, builds us up in the faith, and sends us on as pilgrims for the Lord God. We are to feed on, we are to feast on 
the Lord Jesus. Let me ask, do you do so? Do you feed on the Lord Jesus? Are you regularly in prayer? Are you regularly in the Word of God, which is about Jesus Christ? Are you a regular attender of church where prayer and praise and worship occur? And the Word of God is revered and taught and followed. That's what the children of Israel eating the Passover lamb give to us for our pilgrim lives. Our pilgrim lives must feed on the presence and truths of the Lord Jesus or else, or else we will become weak and anemic. Another food item at the first Passover meal also teaches us to feed on Christ. B, the Israelites further ate bread made without yeast or unleavened bread. Verse 8, that same night they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Listen to these words about unleavened bread and the Passover. They come from the group Jews for Jesus. During Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Jewish people put away all leaven from their houses and eat unleavened bread, matzah. Leaven in scripture is usually a symbol of sin. The unleavened matzah graphically portrays the pure and sinless Messiah. It is pierced, even as our Lord was pierced by the nails in his hands and feet and the Roman spear in his side. And it is striped in the baking reminding us that Isaiah said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and with his stripes we are healed. The eating of unleavened bread at Passover also sends us pilgrims to Christ to feed on him, for spiritual strength, for spiritual growth, for the ability to follow him to his glory. Many of us have heard of the hymn by Mary Lathbury, Break Thou the Bread of Life. Break Thou the Bread of Life is a prayer for spiritual food. And stanza three begins this way. Thou art the bread of life, O Lord, to me. Jesus Christ in the Bible is our spiritual food. Jesus Christ in the Bible is the bread of life. We must feed on him. We must feed on the truths of the Lord Jesus. And then see, 
The children of Israel ate bitter herbs at that first Passover meal. Eat the meat roasted over the fire along with bitter herbs. The bitter herbs, I have read, were to remind the Israelites of their suffering in Egypt. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses says over and over to the people, you are to remember that you were in bondage in the land of Egypt. You were slaves. And you are to remember that God delivered you from that bondage, that God graciously saved you. My friends, we are to remember in our Christian lives that we, at one time, were under the condemnation of God, and we were in bondage to sin, and we were lacking spiritual joy and fellowship with God, but Jesus Christ saved us. We are to remember that of ourselves, we were lost, of ourselves, we were not even interested in the God of the Bible, but Jesus Christ saved us. We are never to forget what we were, and we are never to forget the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to us. The next time you think God is being too hard on you, the next time you think the Christian life is too difficult and demanding, the next time you think God is calling you to too great a sacrifice, remember that you were once in bondage to sin and Jesus Christ saved you. The next time you are having trouble praising and joying in and worshiping God, remember what you once were and that Jesus Christ saved you. The Israelites ate bitter herbs and were reminded of their bondage in Egypt. Area three, why did the Israelites eat the Passover meal? Once more, why did they eat the Passover? Two reasons. A, to obey the Lord God. The Passover meal was of the Lord God. It was commanded by him. And so to obey the Lord God, the children of Israel ate it. Look at verse 1 of Exodus 12. Concerning the whole idea of a Passover lamb slain its blood put on the door frames of the houses and a Passover meal to be eaten. Concerning that whole idea, we read in verse 1, The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, The Lord said, The Passover meal was of the Lord. The children of Israel ate it in obedience to the Lord God. Obedience. Obedience. I was having my devotions in the book of Deuteronomy. 
And I came upon these words in Deuteronomy 26, that the Israelites were to say to the Lord upon obedience to him in a certain command. Listen to the words. I have obeyed the Lord my God. I have done everything you commanded me. Look down from heaven, your holy dwelling place, and bless your people, Israel. God is saying to the Israelites here, in his grace, he blesses obedience. In his undeserved kindness, he blesses the ones who obey him. And so, my friends, do you obey the Lord God? Do you follow him as you should? Proverbs 13, verse 13. Despise God's word and find yourself in trouble. Obey it and succeed. Do you obey the Lord God? The Israelites ate the Passover meal to obey, and they were blessed. And then B, the Israelites ate the Passover for nourishment and strength for their pilgrim journey. Right after the Lord went through the land of Egypt and put to death the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, we read that verses 31 and 32 of Exodus 12, that during the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go, worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds as you have said and go. And also bless me. Right after the plague on the firstborn, the Israelites left Egypt to go to their promised land. And they ate the Passover meal to have strength for their pilgrim journey. Once more, we see in our passage, we are to feed on Jesus Christ in prayer, in worship, by faith in his word, so we will have spiritual strength for our pilgrim journey.
Uh, it would probably be good if I could just take a little bit of a running start into. Yeah. yeah. What, what I'm going to do is read that, those verses from Exodus 12 once again, because that'll help my mind to, again, uh, run from that point on. Yeah. Do you think, how long do you think you need to wrap up? Uh, I will probably need um, five minutes, okay. uh, maybe six, uh, but uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully five will do it. Yep. Okay. Right after the Lord went through the land of Egypt and put to death the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, we read these words in Exodus 12, verses 31 and 32. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go, worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds as you have said and go, and also bless me. Right after the plague on the firstborn, the Israelites left Egypt to go to the promised land, and they ate the Passover meal to have strength for their pilgrim journey. Once more, we see in our passage that we are to feed on Jesus Christ in prayer, in worship, by faith in his word, so we will have spiritual strength for our pilgrim journey. We need strength, we need wisdom, we need a host of things for the journey. The journey doesn't take place without challenge, without energy, without effort. It doesn't happen automatically. We are to feed on Christ for that strength and wisdom and everything else we need. And we are to feed on all of Christ on all of the truths about Christ. Listen to these words of Warren Wiersbe. I notice that the children of Israel were supposed to eat all of the lamb. Anything that was left over was to be burned in fire. We need all of Jesus Christ, a whole Christ, and not just a part of Jesus. We need the whole Savior. And then Warren Wiersbe goes on to talk about how we need his promises, his warnings, his principles, his admonitions, his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension. We need to hear and learn and respond to all of the truths in the Bible about the Lord Jesus. I have a Christian friend of whom I think a lot. He has been an encouragement and an example to me. In my opinion, he is a great Christian. He is a pilgrim who is ready to go to heaven now. 
He is a pilgrim who feeds on the Lord Jesus for strength and growth and wisdom. He remembers that it was God's grace that saved him, that of himself he was helplessly lost, and he seeks to be obedient to Christ in everything. The lessons of the Passover meal are seen in his life. May these lessons be found in our lives as well. May we be pilgrims ready to go to our home, heaven, and then the new heaven and the new earth. May we be pilgrims who feed on the Lord Jesus for all that we need to live lives for him. May we remember that it was his grace that saved us, that of ourselves we are helplessly lost, and may we seek to be obedient to him in everything. If we will follow these lessons that we have had given to us this morning, then we too will be Christians, Christian pilgrims who greatly glorify our Lord God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we give you thanks for your word, for the Bible. Thank you so much for the way that you have used it in our lives. And we would ask for grace, your grace to use what we have just studied today in our lives as well. Oh, Heavenly Father, may we be pilgrims with our eyes set on our real home. May we be people who love the Lord Jesus and feed on him. May we be people who remember his grace in saving us. And may we, out of love for him and thanksgiving for all that we have in him, may we seek to be obedient to him in everything. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, be glorified, please, in reference to this message. In Jesus' name, amen.